Welcome back to the Average Asian Boys Podcast. My name is John. My name is Ray. And so far, we are um, having a pretty breezy summer. Yep. Like, you know, heat wave's gone, I think. I think so. I hope so. Um, the other day, I saw some clouds, and I was just like, praise the Lord. <laughs> it's, it's cloudy. You know, I never thought I'd be like waiting for the rain to come back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that. I love I'm just that. like, man, I could really use a rainy day. I felt like that guy right in, um, in Shawshank Redemption where he, well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, by the way, for those who haven't seen spoilers. Spoiler. Uh, for like the guy who like escapes prison and then later on he comes out and it's raining and he like prays, like, you know, he lifts his arms to the sky mm-hmm. as the rain comes down on him. And I felt like that. I felt like that. Nice, nice. Yeah. But yeah, so I've been enjoying the, the, the nice Vancouver summer outside right now and one thing that i've been that i tried recently actually is um so i make i make uh violin covers on youtube and then usually i film at home right Mm -hmm. because it's just like a good place to have some privacy yeah but i've been i've always wanted to film stuff outside you know because when i look at other videos of people playing outside it looks way better than being like stuck inside a building or something. That's true. So I actually tried to film a video outside recently of me playing the violin. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it was the most uncomfortable thing I've done in a long time. Why is like, that? I, I just felt super self-conscious, you know? Um, yeah, like I even went to like somewhere that's like a little more remote. Like I went to like the south side of the airport where like nobody goes. Okay. Yeah. So there wasn't that many people and it's just me like kind of standing beside a road with like a tripod and a camera pointed at me yep. uh, playing the violin. And also I was playing a Naruto song. Okay. So I was dressed up in Naruto gear. Perfect. <laughs> so that, that, so that added an extra layer of uh, s- s- awkwardness, yeah. I feel. And other people are probably like, those damn TikTokers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's probably what was going on. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what are these TikTokers doing this time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, saw a couple of stares, you know, from people driving by, just looking out the window. Yeah, totally yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then because I was so nervous, I actually played like it made me play like shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like outside, I'm playing violin, and I don't sound, and I don't think I'm sounding that great. Right. And so I feel even terrible <laughs> on the inside. So nobody ever approached you or anything. Do you ask me what I was doing? No. Or give you money? <laughs> <laughs> no. Because you're playing outdoors. No. No. Okay. Okay. If I mean, it would have made sense if I was playing at a busy street corner yeah yeah but since i was playing in the middle of nowhere right. it was quite apparent that i was not trying to panhandle and then your your, your naruto stuff <laughs> playing in the air yeah gotcha. yeah my little cape of course yeah of course um so yeah that was quite the interesting experience and i think for me one thing that i always try to tell myself when i'm doing something that's extremely uncomfortable and making me feel self-conscious is i try to tell myself that people don't actually care that much about what you're doing mm-hmm. because they're too busy with their own life. They right. got other stuff to do. Right. They, they might notice you for a couple of seconds, but mm-hmm. they'll forget about it mm-hmm. in like a day or two, I think. Yeah, and I, I think, think so. And I think that's something that I've always kind of told myself 
And that's what I try to tell myself as I was standing out there on a road. They never, they, they, they forget you after seeing you. Yeah, exactly. Unless somebody whips out a phone and films you and yes. puts it up on TikTok. Yes. Then you will be immortalized then, <laughs> forever. Then I'm claiming credit for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like, if you go viral, then you'll be like every, it'll be, you know, like uh, infamously, you'll be like that woman who, I don't know, drove, do you remember that, who drove an SUV and then drove over the stairs? And then coming down. Did you remember that video? I, I know there's like a video somewhere. I think it uh, happened. I, right I actually know the person who drove over the. Oh stairs. my god! <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not gonna comment okay. on that. Okay. But or you know, you remember the. <laughs> you remember the the sea lion who like. Oh yeah, the girl. that was crazy. See exactly. That was crazy. That know, was some scary. people see that one time. Yeah. You know, they never forget they it. Never, they they yeah. never forget it, especially yeah. if it's caught on video, right? Just like so. me, Naruto playing violin, right? Yeah, you never know. They'd be like, oh, you you could be Naruto violin kid if you're like. Oh god. For the rest of your life, you know what? That wouldn't be too, that wouldn't be so bad. It's not like Star Wars Kid, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See exactly again. Yeah, same thing. I like know? to think I was a little one step cooler than Star Wars Kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah, for me, um, so I do everything myself, right? Yeah. So I'm a one man film crew, and I'm also the one man band. So <laughs> when I go out to film, it's not like I was I walked a couple of steps, right? Right. Like I walked. Like to a remote place. I, I I was going to a remote place, and because I don't have a car, I had to get there by bike. So I packed up my violin, my tripod, and all like the other filming stuff that I need. Yeah. And I strapped it all onto myself, on and then I biked there. Yeah. And that was that was tiring. <laughs> like that was, I was carrying a lot of stuff. I mean, no I'm, kidding. I'm trying to like not get run over yeah. by cars going really fast. You just carried everything. You just kept going. I just carried everything. Yes. That's impressive. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty, I feel very accomplished. Yeah, I mean, I a violent, say. violent tripod camera, everything. That's, that's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And, uh, and then you said, how long were you there for? Oh, I don't know. I, I probably filmed for like, I was there for 30 minutes probably. Okay. Because I didn't do the location scouting beforehand. <laughs> so I also had Oof. to do that as well. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Were there residential buildings nearby? No. Okay. So at least you know that like the only thing anybody I was, who could see you, there yeah. are the people that are at the park itself. It wasn't a park. It was oh, actually ju- it was actually just like literally right beside a road and then behind me was like a swamp okay. or like a marsh. And that okay. was it. And were the cars and, coming by? Yeah, the, yeah, the cars are like, pr- like they can pretty much see me, right? Okay. I wanted to go further out, but like it was the grasses were so tall, I couldn't tell like if I was going to step on ground or water. Yeah, yeah. So I had to like stay more closer to the road where yeah. I knew that I wouldn't lose my footing. Right. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that was a really interesting experience for me. Very uncomfortable getting out of my comfort zone sort of experience. And I'm pretty happy with the result though. I think the video looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the video itself. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. So it's it, worth it's, it. It's, it. Yeah. It's amazing. Like how much a difference it looks when you're outside with a cool scenery yeah. instead of just walls. Yeah, that is true. And yeah. you got like natural sunlight as your lighting. So that's always, Oh nice yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's right. I, so I had to get out early because I wanted to like get good lighting. Yep. I like normally I would like to go out in the afternoon that's like more my time but then the, the sunlight would be too bright that's right that's why and hollywood's then, always like oh we're losing daylight people you know like there this is you gotta film chop chop you know yeah so it, i get that for mm-hmm. sure yeah so i mean yeah that was also another factor it's just like learning to film outside 
you know, try to get, the, and I, I got super lucky too, I think because it was cloudy. Mm-hmm. So got like the perfect kind so of the soft light. pretty good. Yes. Yeah. The lighting is pretty good there. Yeah. Wow. And then like, and then for like post-processing, like because I'm like at a swamp, the water looked pretty kind of icky. Yeah. So I added a little color, like a little blue to the water yeah. to make it look better. Okay. Yes. So, so Wow. So there's some a little bit of post there as well? Yeah. Post-production Post-production. Stuff yeah. Very, very, very basic stuff. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Do you, uh, would you redo it again? If you had to do it, like, would you do more of these videos outside? Yeah. I, wa- I want to try to do more videos. Yeah. So for me, it's like, because I'm still obviously very self-conscious about filming in public mm-hmm. and hopefully one day I'll get over it, but it's going to definitely take some time and practice. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, For me, I'm looking for like other different remote places to go. So like, it's like a tricky balance of finding somewhere that's close enough for me to bike with a bunch of stuff, like while carrying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I'm not going to do like a one hour bike ride, like out somewhere in the middle of nowhere. That's just not happening. Right, right, right. Um, Yeah. So somewhere that's like close by, but it's still in the city. Right. So I want somewhere that's like in this within the city, but still kind of remote which mm-hmm. doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like I have a couple spots in my, like I've been biking a, around a lot. Right. So like I've seen like a couple spots that I think it might work. I'm actually going to try to film in a new, new, new spot tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see how that goes. Okay. So you're, you're, you've bought into the outdoor filming then. So you're yeah. just heading out there. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, yeah. It just looks so much nicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really want to do some more of these outdoor filming okay. and then hopefully, you know, just become more comfortable playing in public. Because one thing that I've, I've also been wanting to do is just uh, play violin in public around people. Mm-hmm. But I've been way too scared to do that. And then so, and like, so knowing that I was scared to play when nobody is around, I'm like, how am I going to play around like an audience? Right. Yeah. So <laughs> we really need, really need to work my way up slowly. That's fair. Do you think you have performance anxiety in terms of just like playing music and such? I think so. And I think it's because like, I am not confident that I would produce uh, like a piece of music that is like very good. Mm. Right. So like for me, like I can, I can sing karaoke in front of people. No problem. Yeah. Because like, I know I'm going to kick some ass right when I do it. Right. So it's like, there's no fear. There's no hesitation. Right. Right. Like you tell me to go up and sing in front of a hundred people. No problem. Yeah. Easy. But uh, with my violin playing skills, it's not like... It's like precision. It takes precision, right? Because if you play, I think with singing, karaoke, mm-hmm. it's like all in good fun. Yeah. You know, you're singing some silly songs. Yeah. And, you know, they're already having a good time anyway. Yeah, like, like nobody expects you to like nail the pitch yeah, when you're singing sexy be, and I know it. Bow, yeah, yeah. Bow, 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 right? yeah, that's right. Nobody expects you to be Adele. Yeah. You know, when you get up on there. Yeah, exactly. Stage, but know? if you're playing in front of the streets, like you better sound like Beethoven. Exactly. Or yeah. like, you know, like Yo-Yo Ma, <laughs> yeah. Joshua Bell, you know, like all the, yeah, you better, you better sound yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you know, I, when I go past people who, who are playing music in the streets, like I'm judging them hard. Like they're busking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if you sound like shit, like I'm like, I'm making a no. Yeah, that's right. And then, but then you'll forget about it the next time. I, I would. Obviously. I, I will. I actually will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I think, yeah, it's like when playing in front of somebody or recording yourself playing, like I think that, that, that feels weird too. That feels weird. Right? Super weird. And it's, yeah. especially for somebody who, I don't know. I, like same for me. I like to record things when I'm playing every now and then. Yeah. But I realized that like, oh man, it's it's hard. It's so difficult to 
maybe it's because the camera's on and it's recording, so you know that you can't mess up. Yeah. And you know you want to play it one shot only, you know, and so you can't really mess up. You're trying to hit yeah, all you, the right you, notes. You don't want to do like a million takes. Yeah, you miss the notes and you're just like, damn it, I gotta redo it again. Yeah. And you or you play it really nicely and you look at the photo and you look like and there's like I don't know, there's like a there's like a, a piece of hair on yes. your face. Yeah. Like or a booger on my nose. Booger, yeah, like, that's right. A booger, like some piece of vegetable in your teeth. Yeah. Then it's all over. Then you got to redo it again. And there goes like another hour or two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like a one minute video. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or sometimes it's like um, there's things in the background that I don't even notice. Yeah. Because I'm looking at like a tiny screen on a camera. Mm. So like uh, I'll film a video and then when I'm editing it on the computer, yeah. you know, I'll be like, why is my garbage can over here? Like, why did I, why did I not like just move it? Like, why is my dirty laundry yeah, hanging just, out here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I should, probably should have removed my underwear first. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so little things like that you don't notice until mm -hmm. you're editing it and you're like, damn it. I know, I know exactly what you mean there. But also it just feels so weird because like you're filming yourself, right? Uh, I think like to me, if there was someone else who was kind of behind a camera, it's like, you know, doing the camera work, I would feel a lot more comfortable. Really? Because that feels like a normal thing. Even though instead of a tripod, it's just right. someone holding the camera and that you think that's the difference maker in terms of or, or someone, comfort level. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, it isn't because you're just filming, you're just talking in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. that's, not the, that's not the scary Cause, part? Because it's like, you know, on TV, you see people who are clearly talking to a camera, like someone's holding the camera behind them. Yeah. And then so... That's what feels normal to me, but you wouldn't on TV. You wouldn't see someone like talking, like setting up a camera by himself and just talking straight to it. I mean, I mean, I, you could. I, yeah, but, you could. You definitely could. But that doesn't really happen, obviously. Okay. Uh, so for me, that feels more normal to have someone filming you. So it's normal to have a friend. Yeah. Than like being sad and alone and filming yourself talking. I think that's the difference yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I see. It's like, well, I feel so exposed right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no friends. You're going to feel so judged because you're, you're there. You're just I'm not, like. I'm not cool enough to bring a friend along with hey, me. Hey, gang. Well, what if you're talking? But how do you. But what if people think that maybe you're like a famous YouTuber or something and you're talking to your millions of fans? Yeah, and then they come up and they ask you what your channel is and like, oh, you, this guy has 50. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. But you don't know. You have 300 subscribers, John. Wow. Okay, so there you wow. go. You're like, all right, well, wow. no biggie. I'm so famous. No biggie. One time, there's a guy, one time I was at a, as a, an art competition. I was just judging. No, I wasn't judging, I think. I was just like uh, at an art competition, and one guy came up to me, and he gave me his business card. Yep. And it was like a laminated business card, and it literally just had YouTube on it. And I looked it up, mm -hmm. and I think it had 75 subscribers. That is the most pretentious <laughs> thing I've ever heard. So the fact that you have, like, you know... so I like, would not feel comfortable, like, uh, I guess, like, promoting my channel until I had at least a 1,000. I don't think I'd know? be comfortable just giving a business card, period, of yeah. my YouTube channel. Yeah. You know? Like, how pretentious is that? Yeah. If I have, like, a million subscribers, I'll just be like, okay, this is my YouTube channel, but, you know, this is... Just YouTube, Google it, and then you'll find my channel. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think I can. Yeah, do. it's like if you're really big, you don't need business cards. Yeah, yeah, for that. business card. Like seventy five. It's like, oh man, you struggling, you struggling. It was for, called like hurting. The, the I don't know the arbitrary artist, or I forgot what it's called. But yeah, so okay. Um, I like how you just bought up something that you kind of forgot what yeah, it's called, and forgot, then halfway well, like, through you, know, you realized you forgot what it was just actually bailed called. Bailed on it. So I'm sorry <laughs> for whoever's the arbitrary artist out there. My, I don't think it's you. So you know, no offense. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just, um, yeah, I get that. I get that for sure. 
just like just filming yourself is a little self-conscious. But even though yeah. nowadays, literally, that's what everyone does. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a weird thing because if I saw someone talking to himself in a camera, I'm like, oh, this guy's probably doing a vlog or something. It's like, all right, sounds pretty normal. But if I was to do that myself, and, I, and I've tried that just for fun, yeah. like I've tried uh, filming like a vlog of myself talking to the camera, I'm just like, I feel like such an idiot right now. What am I doing? <laughs> but you can't, so you don't imagine yourself... Like for me, when I do that, when I'm when I have a vlog happening and I have the camera and I'm talking to myself and mm -hmm. all that, and maybe I'll bring in somebody with me, you yeah, know, or kind of like talking together and everything. Yeah. You don't think that, like, do you do you imagine what the cut, the final cut is in your head, and then suddenly it might not seem so bad anymore because, like, okay, you've realized that like, I'm filming a video. Um, I mean, when I'm filming a video, I always have an idea of what I want the final cut to look like. Yeah, right. Because yeah. otherwise you're kind of doing something without a direction right. or a purpose. Right. And you end up wasting a lot of time and effort. Yeah. But even though You'll I still feel self-conscious. Yeah. And okay. I don't know, maybe if I focused more on what the end result will look like, maybe that would help me. Like, like for my violin video, yeah. if I focus on how good the video will look instead of thinking how crazy I look, maybe that would help me feel better. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Have you, have you tried like doing a vlog? Oh, oh no, you have. I have. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been with, I've been with you when you're. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right. So I just like, I just bring it out bring and I just go do my thing. Right. Yes. And, um, and I don't know, like I, I can, I kind of enjoy it. I really like that whole kind of vlog, um, mm -hmm. type style. Um, but I do get self-conscious for sure. Like if you're telling me if I'm going to go in the middle of a crowd and I'm going to film myself just in the middle of everything, that feels a little awkward. Yeah, exactly. I'd yeah. be like, anybody looking, anybody looking for sure. For sure. But if I'm, if hi, I'm filming, hi, okay, I gotta go bye bye. Yeah. Before somebody spots me. Exactly. <laughs> but if I'm filming like outwards, if I'm you know, outwards, like filming this, these different things, I rarely kind of go back on it or I film other people then I feel a lot better. Yeah. But if I go like the selfie and I just film myself while I'm walking, like I've seen some of those too. I've seen some, yeah. some of those videos where, yeah, it, it's just weird. Like I see someone doing it. I'm like, all right, he's doing his own and thing. Like people uh, that are in the background kind of yeah. making some obscene gestures. <laughs> like I see that all the time. And I, I think I did that one time too. When I, well, I think I, I saw that when I was in Vietnam mm -hmm. and I was going through this middle of this really busy, like party street or whatever. And I'm just like filming myself walking through. Yes. And then there's some people in the back just making some obscene gestures. Oh, it's nice. just like, okay, all right. They noticed me for sure. Yeah. So I get that. It's You're like, yeah, that's right. I'm famous. What up? Yeah. 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 It's a little rough, but, uh, I haven't but, seen any of these videos on Vietnam. Uh, it'll come out soon. One day. When <laughs> <laughs> the next, uh, in, a, in the next decade, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know, it is what it is. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, oh, I mean, I, I had something on my mind. I forget. I just completely lost my train of thought. Damn it. <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. Like, I, I think that, um, so if, if you kind of, do you think you'll ever get over that type of, is that what's if stopping I, you from making your own vlog? I, I don't think, so I don't think I enjoy making vlogs in the first place. Really? Okay. So that's not something that I would explore, I think. I, I um, so you like making just like covers where you don't speak, you just play. Um, I think I would try to make videos of me maybe talking to a camera, mm -hmm. but like in a, a more, I guess like, not like I'm out in the streets and just like kind of doing something on the fly, but right. it's like something that's a little more of like a formal presentation or formal talk. I think okay. I can see, I can see myself trying to do something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I see. So it's um, okay. I see. I see. I'm just wondering about that, mainly because you know you have this, and then but you also have this podcast, this recorded video podcast where you're literally talking. You're getting filmed. You're talking. Yeah. Straight up. But yeah, but I feel it's totally fine to me. Yeah. Because this is like we are like we're filming a podcast. Right. Right. It's like this is what's supposed to happen. This is normal. Yeah. yeah. It's like TV reporter talking to the camera. Yeah. With the cameraman holding the thing behind him. Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. If there was people around while we're doing this podcast, then I'd maybe feel a little weird. I guess. Yeah. No, definitely. But because it's just you. Yeah. Then I feel like I can be pretty comfortable. Okay. I think. Yeah. So I think that's what I would feel. Okay. Oh, I remember what I was thinking about now. Yeah. Have you ever taken like a picture of yourself and then, but like in public? Yes. Yeah. I have. Yes. Right. But uh, like a selfie? No, not, not so much like a selfie, like a, like an actual like picture picture. So you're like, I don't know. You like you, you, you settle the camera somewhere. Oh, you set up a tripod. And, yeah. Maybe like a tripod or like lean or do the old leaning against the wall somewhere. So against you can take wall, like yeah. a, like a, like an actual, I don't know, body shot or whatever. Yeah. Have you ever done something like that? Uh, I've done that, but that's only because, well, like indoors in my own home. Yes, I've done that too. Right. Uh, outdoors, maybe, but mostly I like to do selfies instead. Yeah. It's just fast. It's a click, click. You know, here I am at the Eiffel Tower. Click. Yeah. You know, here I am uh, posing in front of a couple who are making out on the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> click. Like, you know, like it's, it's just funny that way. Um, yeah. But normally, if I really want a good shot, then I'll probably have somebody take a picture for me. Mm, got yeah, it. that would be one of the ones. Um, otherwise, it's yeah, I don't think so. Not necessarily. Like, yeah, mostly selfies. Why? Why do you ask? Um, because um, I because I have so I have um, taken pictures like on a, like when I'm traveling, let's say, and I'm by myself, right? I have put a cap. I put my phone on a tripod and taken a picture. But then I also feel extremely self-conscious when I'm doing that. I think if you're starting to set up a tripod, that's when people are just going to be like judging you a little bit. Because like if you're like, you know, if you're taking pictures of yourself, I think that's, yeah. you, you know, when you start yeah, it's, like, it's a little pretentious. You start extending the legs yeah. and shit. <laughs> and then like people are just seeing you and they're like, oh man, what kind of photo shoot is he doing? And then it turns out you're just like setting a timer and you're like, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel, a little, I feel a little silly. That's I'm not gonna silly. lie. Yeah, ah, that's but a little silly. I've, I've, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, man, you do you. I think like that's the most important part as well. Like even if you feel self-conscious, but hey, at the end of the day, like you said, they probably forget about you. And you know what? You'll have your good shots. Yeah, have all your shots. Unless I go viral on TikTok. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And like I said, like people think that everybody's a TikToker, right? Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> in TikTok, everybody thinks that they're a viral TikToker. Oh my god! So gosh. they're just gonna put a bunch of. <laughs> that stuff just makes on me there. feel even more pretentious <laughs> now when I'm doing it. They're just gonna put a bunch of stuff on there. I mean, if it's with your phone, then yeah. If it's with like another camera, like I don't know, it's mm-hmm. it's a little. Uh, hard, but I think um, yeah. If you if you just put on your if you put on your TikTok like your your stuff, it just really does make you look like a TikTok, and people just be like, oh, that's just a TikToker. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, there you Have go. Have you considered joining TikTok? No, not really? at all. I've like I've watched a couple of videos, and I'm just I just don't get it. You don't feel like you're really? You feel like you're a little too old for it? Maybe. Uh, I I'm just it just doesn't interest like the content that's out there just doesn't interest me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, like I want to be one of the cool kids, right? Like, yeah. I want to get in on a fun. Yeah. But if I don't like it, then I don't like it. I have guess. Have you given it a little bit more? Like, is it because someone did someone show you a couple TikToks or what's going on there? 
Sorry, say that again. Like, is it did some people show you some of their TikToks, like some of the TikToks that they like? I, I guess I basically I see a lot of I guess TikToks like on Instagram that get reshared on Instagram, yeah, right? So happens. I see that kind of stuff, and I'm just like, what is this? I, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> okay, that's fair. I mean, I I guess like the one aspect of TikTok that I, I'm really into is the music, right? Yeah. So um, I remember like I used to do like these like super edited, like kind of short videos of me doing random things, but like synced to like music, right? Yeah. So like maybe I'm riding a bicycle while Bicycle by Queen is playing in the background, right? Right. And so I'll do like some crazy edit of like, I don't know, some, I don't know, me think, what I think is cool Yeah. with like music playing in the background. Yeah. So I, I guess I've done, is that is that kind of similar to what happens on TikTok? I guess I so. Know. Technically TikTok is just whatever you want to feel like you're posting and then somebody might like it, you know? Yeah. As like a, as part of their, um, as part of their feed or something, you know, they, they have an algorithm that kind of finds out what type of TikToks you like. Right. And we'll just put it together like that. Yeah. So have you, have you explored it? I have. I've recently gotten into it and it's mm -hmm. pretty great. I don't yeah. know. I have to say like, you're, yeah. you're on board. I'm on board with it. Some of it okay. is pretty funny. Like some of it is pretty clever. And there's some things where, you know, like there's some, there's certain things like conspiracy theory stuff, which is pretty cool. And they're short and sweet, right. even though you're there. It's not really short because you end up going through a rabbit hole for a long time. I see. Um, but there are somewhere like they teach you some things or some things you didn't know about and they, yeah. they, yeah, they're right. able to teach you. So, Right. Right. There you go. You're a you're a wise man. You're gonna, be, you're gonna be a wise man after going through all these TikToks. I think you would like it if you give it a little bit more time onto it and just like, or maybe download the app and then mm -hmm. take a look. Maybe a couple, and then like the ones that you like, and then yeah. and then your algorithm is going to get formed for you. you know? Possibly, but I think another thing is like I just don't want to be. I, I don't want to get invested in another thing. I think That's I spent fair. enough time on Facebook and Instagram already. That's fair. That made you sound so old, but <laughs> yo, man, I, I'm still pretty active on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like Facebook is like now kind of like the. I've been told this to myself because I like Facebook as well. Uh -huh. But Facebook is kind of like the, the old, MySpace, the old. Yeah, it's like the MySpace. Yeah. of our time now, basically. I mean, I get it. I I think it's just. I I still think it's a solid platform. It is because you can share all sorts of things on it. Whereas on Instagram, it's just pictures and videos yeah, for sure and then there's like a lot of like for me especially someone who likes to articulate articulate my thoughts and words yeah facebook is a much better platform for that maybe i should get on twitter what about twitter i, I might i might i might have to get on ah oh, man oh, i don't want to get on these, i don't want to get on these platforms i mean twitter would make a lot of sense twitter for me would make so much sense oh man but it, uh facebook is just like a kind of like once i guess one size fits all i guess so thing, yeah you know yeah in a sense yeah yes i think facebook is good for events so if you have like oh, a friend who like wants to do some events <laughs> during pandemic, uh, you know, yeah. like uh, like once those are coming back, like yeah, um, events would be kind of nice. Yeah, and I also like using Facebook Marketplace a lot. Mm. Honestly, the only thing I don't like about Facebook is like the bullshit uh, advertisements that they have going on there. Like the the ones that are made by uh, corporations, like yeah. they're like very professional. Like those are okay. Yeah. But like the ones where it's like a guy filming on his like phone, like making some like scuffed ad about some bullshit product he's selling. I'm just like, oh my God, get this, get this garbage out of my face. You know, well, it's like the ads that they say that it's the, because they're spying on your stuff. So they're hoping like the things that they're, you're talking about is somewhat similar to the things that you want, you know? I guess so. Yeah. What yeah. was he selling? 
Uh, I don't know. Some just like some service. I, I like I I don't even know. That's okay. a thing. Okay. Yeah. I like I don't know what you're selling. Like some course, whatever. Yeah, yeah. How to how to get rich and like there a you month, go. something like that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I mean, we all want to get rich, you know. Yep. Very true. <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess we got a little like um off topic today. Well, not off topic, but we like mm. spent a little. A little uh, more time on this than I thought we would, but like today, I wanted to talk about the things that we have done out, that were outside of our comfort zone, okay, and that have made us a better person because we have taken the steps. Well, we've taken the step out of the comfort zone, right? And yeah, so that's uh, what I want to talk about today. Okay, and so yeah, so like I shared a bit of what I did recently, which is what kind of inspired this topic. And then, so yeah, I want to go to you and ask you, like, what are some things that you have done in the past that was a real big, big leap out of your comfort zone for you? A big leap out of my comfort zone, uh, or, or we could start with something small. Maybe that would be better to like yeah, gradually think, warm up. I think for me, it was just mostly just joining a sports team. I think, or have you joined a sports team before? Well, yeah, I, I used to play rugby in high school. Yes. And then now I've joined an ultimate team, but okay. it's something that I've always wanted to do before. Um, okay. So what was the time period between you last playing rugby and you joining a sports oh, team? Oh man, that's since high school. So basically, so you joined, so, 10, so the sports team was years. something you joined recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And it's something that I think like it's, it's a little bit scarier for me because i know that like okay i don't have the stamina i don't have the cardio to keep mm -hmm. up with a lot of things so i'm always worried about letting the team down and stuff yeah. and so that's a little bit uh, harder for me mm -hmm. uh, it's a very humbling experience for sure yeah no for sure and so you know um just but i've always wanted to be part of a team i've seen way too many sports dramas <laughs> sports movies and I'm like, and you want to get in on a sports drama. I want to be part of that camaraderie, you know. <laughs> I want to be. I don't want, need to be the person that they lift up into the air after they win the championship. I just want to be part of the team where we can lift somebody up, you know. Right. So it's like some. So for me, it's just I want to be that person, you know, to to do that. Um, and then, yeah. And then otherwise, it's really like something that's out of my comfort zone. Oh, like performance anxiety as well. I have that same thing with music so for me i can talk i mean my job is talking in front of large crowds and and people and i can do that yeah uh, karaoke I, I can also very much do that as well you can but just playing music playing something that you've been practicing and just like having that precision like for me i think like if i'm talking it's not like i'm it's not like i'm going off i have to it's not like i'm acting where i have to speak directly about this like word for word on the script right um I can embellish a little bit. I can improvise a little bit. Yeah, I think when you're talking, you make a little slip up. It's yeah. like, whatever. That's right. But when you're right. playing music, and you play the wrong note. Yeah, it's like, it's ooh. very, everybody can ooh. hear that. Yeah. Everyone can it's hear It's like that. time goes still. Yeah, that's right. And I back then when I was playing the piano, you know, I had a lot of recitals and everything. Yeah, and I hated those too. It was really bad. I, I hated, I yeah. absolutely hated those. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, so that's kind of my comfort zone was pretty much being at home and playing music, yes. you know? Um, and yeah, making mistakes and being whatever, right? But then going out there. Have you ever come to like a crashing full stop during oh, a recital? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah? Uh, during a competition too, actually, the festival. Oh, that yeah, sucks. It was the worst. It was, it all went back to, I think, I think I was in grade five piano mm -hmm. and I think my piece was The Entertainer. 
by Scott nice. Joplin, the ice cream truck music. Yes. A classic ragtime song. Classic. Ragtime is my favorite. Uh, so like, so, uh, so basically, uh, we were part of the competition and I was, I went last and I hated going last. Mm. This is something that, man, like just, I wish I can go first, set the precedence. Man, going first sounds terrifying. Yeah, too. it is. It is. But at the same time, you're done with it, right? You don't have to worry about it anymore. I right. guess so. I think you want, like for me, I, I want to be on a weird spot where like I'm somewhere in the middle. In the middle. So it's like I've had my time to freak out. I guess so. You know, get my freak out well, over with. What if the person before you was really good? Uh, uh, Do you want to take that chance? Oh, yeah, it sucks. It <laughs> sucks to be you. <laughs> Do you want to take that chance, man? That's what I love. Like, yeah, you like being first? Yeah, if oh, you I be was, first. I would shit my man, pants going first. You don't have first. to worry about it. But then at the same time, it's just like if somebody goes before you, and they're really good or their presentations, same with oral presentations as well. Usually I'm pretty confident about my oral presentations, so I do relatively well. But if you have someone who's like really good, knocked out of the port behind you, before you, I'm like, oh man, how am I going to do this? You know, mm -hmm. how am I going to get through this? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I remember going up there and waiting, waiting, waiting. And finally it's me, last person to, to uh, perform at the end of the day. And I brought it, I brought, I gave the music and we're supposed to play by memory. Yeah. Oh, the worst part. The first couple bars it goes and then i was just like oh shoot like what like i was surprised myself because i've been playing i was playing this for <laughs> that, that don't sound right two hours straight prior yeah, to this yeah yeah to this competition mm -hmm. so i was just thinking like okay well what like that's so that's strange and then so i go again you know oh you, you re never want to go again you never want to go again mm -hmm. but you know what i did I made it called an audible, so I go again, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And the examiner is like, "Do you need the music already?" By the way, the whole church—it was a church play at the time. It was a—we were playing. Wait, so this was at a like a competition? Oh, a festival. Oh man, oh that's yeah. It was a competition. It was a festival, and there was adjudicators and everything. And then you get to read. I read the pamphlet. The worst part is I don't know why I did this. I read the pamphlet and I read the yeah. bio over the adjudicators yeah. and they're like, yeah, they've got like a mis <laughs> yo, yo, yo like ma a is yeah, on yeah. deck. <laughs> You're like, a freaking shit. like PhD in musicology. They yeah. like, they went to Juilliard yeah, school of music. They like participated in like 500 orchestras and something. So they, they know their music. And yeah. so the guy was just like, the guy was like, do you need your music? And I'm like, no, I, I, I got it. I got it. And then I went problem. back again. And then I failed again. I messed up. And yeah. he's like, you know what? I'm just going to give you your music. And yeah. he places it in front of me. Yeah. And I play and I wasn't reading it. Like, it's just like that jitters, that, yeah. that thing that I had to get past. And then I wasn't even looking at the music. I was just looking at my hands and I got past that whole jitter. And then finally afterwards I was done. And then, you know what? And then... That sounds fucking painful. It dude. was so painful. It was yeah. like really I'm, bad. Because, I'm in pain listening to this story yeah, right now. It was just my my piano teacher. My piano teacher's there. My mother's there. My other classmates, part of my teachers yeah. there, and their parents that are there. Female too. crush that you had? No, oh I'm kidding. man, I didn't even have. Thank goodness, I would just die on yeah, the spot. Yeah, yeah. And then, so like they, yeah. And so that was just bad. And I was just thinking, you know what? I never want to play error again but you know what i'm just glad that i didn't just like run away from the room mm -hmm. because i've seen people i've heard of people who do that oh they yeah make mistake everyone's really that's like the room goes quiet yeah. they, they run they run they it really run. is a life-defining moment yeah for sure yeah and that was scary that was super scary yeah me. i mean i've definitely made mistakes in like piano recitals as well yeah but i don't know if i've ever come to like a crashing full stop maybe once or twice but I've always been able to just like kind of pick back up at it again yeah. from where I stopped. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, like, obviously didn't feel great, but yeah. like in the end, like I lived, like, right. I was okay with what happened. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a big part. That's also like, just like a huge part about life, I guess, is being able to kind of, you know, uh, brush yourself off after you got a little minor setback and just kind of get right back to it again and just trying to do your do your best despite like feeling like you're a hot piece of shit on the inside yeah you know yeah no kidding yeah no kidding definitely oh, no. definitely builds characters yeah are there sure. other th- are there any other things that kind of you feel that you got out of your comfort zone doing uh yeah for sure uh so for me it was like the big goal that i had was learning how to talk to people mm-hmm. yeah. right interact yeah that's um, right yeah and I, I like, I know like nobody believes me, but I used to be really shy Yeah. and like just really scared of talking to people had like huge, uh, anxiety when I'm around someone or around a group of people. And yeah, I, I guess like a part of it is just because like, I never learned how to talk to people. Um, I, I never, like my parents didn't really talk to that many people mm-hmm. and I didn't really get to go out and hang out with friends and all that stuff. So yeah, I think that was like the big goal that I had in my 20s when I realized that I was alone and miserable and I had no friends. Mm-hmm. So for me, like it was, it was, it was learning how to like, I, I, I would see how my friends talk to people. Yeah. Right. And then I would try to kind of copy, copy what they do. Right. Right. Uh, and then so one thing that I was always like really nervous about is I kind of like making a fool out of myself in front of people Yeah, because my parents were very strict, right? They, they like, they expected me to present myself with like perfection and professionalism mm-hmm. and I'm just like a silly, goofy guy. Yeah. So that part always like kind of clashed with my self identity, mm-hmm. I guess. It's like, I want to be like, I want to be a clown in front of other people. Yeah. But like, I felt like I wasn't supposed to be. So I just felt really nervous and didn't know who I was. And then, so I would try really hard to, I guess, act normal, which just made me even more weirder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Well, yeah. It's like you're, it's like when, it's like you're sweating already. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have like a sweat problem. Yeah. And then, but then you're, (laughs) but then you're now, now you're super self-conscious and now you're sweating even more because of the anxiety. So like, it's just. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things. So like, uh, yeah. So like I mentioned before, I worked in a restaurant where I worked with a bunch of people who were really good at talking to people, uh, very, very like confident, great at talking to women, all that stuff. And so one of the big things that I saw was that they were very comfortable with, I guess, making fun or like having people make fun of them. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, like it just didn't phase them at all. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was like, like my biggest nightmare yeah. is just like people looking at me, like making fun of me, looking at me with ridicule yeah, and just not being like the perfect person that my parents wanted to be. Right. And then, so when I, I, I saw how my friends dealt with that, like they just laughed it off. Like they just didn't care mm-hmm. or they would just like make, they would make a joke out of it. Yeah. And then, so everyone's like kind of laughing with them mm-hmm. and ba- yeah. So basically they knew how to make fun of themselves. Yeah. They and, just, and that is something and, that you want to do. Well, well, I mean, I don't want to make my fun of myself all the time, yeah. but it was more like, I didn't know that was a tool that I could do to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like when I do something stupid, right. The first thing that I have is like anxiety 
because I'm like, oh man, like I just like I just messed up. People probably think I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. But then if I go ahead and say like, wow, I feel like an idiot right now, that just releases all attention, and it makes all anxiety go away. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of like the biggest tools that I've ever learned. It's just learning how to make fun of myself. Okay. Yeah, and that's why I make a lot of self-deprecating jokes all the time. Yep. It's because right. I'm actually really nervous about how people think about me. Yeah. And so, if I just if I just say it out loud right there, if I make fun of myself first, then then people can't make fun of me anymore. Mm -hmm. it, it like it works great. Yeah. No. It well, does. I mean, you can't overdo it, but you know, uh, like every now and then it works. It just works wonders. I think that's like one of the things that I've really found that's really helped my anxiety throughout these years. And it's just something that I never knew that I could do. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know I was allowed to make fun of myself and it'd be okay. And like, I can be funny and I can look funny while doing it too. Yeah. 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 No, no. I think that's always a good thing to do or mm -hmm. a good thing to cope with. Yeah. Um, just making mistakes. I think that's very, very, yeah. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, I think it's a good way to not beat yourself too much about it. And, and worse yet, like lash out at others. Yeah, I, I've totally done that too. So yeah, yeah, it's good to I, just you know just be chill and just. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember like I used to get really nervous around girls, right? So then when when girls try to talk to me, I would kind of I would lash out at them mm -hmm. because I just didn't know oh how my. to. Uh, Can you imagine? I just how, didn't know. How to, like, yeah. hello, John, how's I, it I going? And go away! Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> Leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was that was that was who I who yeah. I who I was. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair mm -hmm. so yeah uh, le learning to like how to let go of that anxiety and take I, I guess I should tie this into like how that got me out of my comfort zone too mm -hmm. which is just learning how to be comfortable so I learned how to be comfortable my, with myself and all my flaws and, and that's it, how you jumped into dating well I mean that's <laughs> That's like that's dating that's a, is dating was like all roots, so far all like lead to dating. so far like down that like down that road right right like for me it was just like learning how to talk to people normally first learning how to talk to guys normally and then learning how to talk to girls yeah normally and look at you now dating machine <laughs> <laughs> no you heard it here first ladies no John Lou dating machine he's like he can laugh at himself he's not gonna lash out at you he's <laughs> oh, single wow. you see there you wow, go you really ladies, really make me sound you great heard it right here now first. he's great he's he won't lash out and he's uh oh my god laugh at himself if he makes mistakes which is you know what you know what that's actually a good quality to have not a lot you can't say all the guys that like you can't say everybody has that kind of qualities you know yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, so there you go. Ladies, after uh, I'm sure you've listened to so many of these episodes by now, you should know basically know what kind of guy John is. So um, yeah, know, I, I mean, I know there's like girls out there who send like send your phone numbers to aaboyspodcast oh at gmail.com. I mean, so there's like girls out there who like to show their love by like making fun of like person that they love, right? Really? So I roasting? Like, yeah, yeah. Really? So okay. I, I am like the perfect person to yeah. like roast. I because I, it's like. Cause it's like, yeah, it's like, okay. I like, I <laughs> really, you think that girls like to roast, uh, guys that they like I, I so, some, some girls. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. okay. It's like a strange, uh, twisted form of affection. Yeah. Showing affection. So twisted. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Just, uh, put downs <laughs> all the way. Put downs so I can. Well, I mean, there's a there's a fine line between like putting, you. putting down someone and making them feel like a piece of shit. Right. And then like, kind of like 
like slightly putting them down. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> to, like to, to kind of making them laugh. In a cute and adorable Yeah. Way. Of course. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think so. It's, I think it's, so a, it's, a, it's a fine line. It sure. is a fine line. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, yeah, it's some, and sometimes it's just hard to tell. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just hard. To, yeah. Yeah. And then so f- for me, um, like I said, after I felt more comfortable with myself, the next thing that I needed to learn was how to talk to girls. And so I guess, I guess I would, I could be defined like, like back then I am like the classic example of a simp, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I would be so terrified of like hurting of girls feelings or like yeah. saying something that would upset them. Right. Like I, I just, I would just do whatever they want me well, to do uh-huh. or I'd just try to be like as nice as possible. Right. And then, uh, and then I learned that, you know, like I'm allowed to hold my ground. I'm allowed to disagree yeah. with, I, I'm allowed to disagree with someone. Yeah. And again, that's like something that I saw my friends do. Yeah. Right. It's like, if like a girl like tries to make fun of them, they'll clap back right at them yeah. or something like that. Like, again, there's like a five minute line. You don't want to go too far. No, no, beyond. obviously not. But yeah, at, at the same time, it's like, I can, like, I'm allowed to express myself on who I am and mm. I'm allowed to like have my own boundaries. Right. Of course. Yeah. No, I, all human beings do. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but like before, like, it's just like, if you wanted to walk all over me, like you could have done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now your comfort zone is clapping back. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're trying to say, John? Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> You're now I mean, you're out of your like, comfort zone. I feel like they could take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out of your comfort zone. Now you're talking, you're dating, you're talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Now, now, where is your comfort zone? Do you feel like it's like, do you feel like, so this is now no longer out of your comfort zone, right? Talking to girls over thing. Is it still like, did you move? Do you feel like you move the, the line of comfort? Yeah, for sure. I mean, every now and then, right. I, I like, I will meet a girl who is like so attractive that I still get the little uh, heebie-jeebies, you know? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and then, like, sometimes I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's natural. Yeah, like, every, every now and then, that's like, that... being flustered that, with somebody, right? That, so. Yeah, it happens still, yeah, no, but, I mean... It but, happens. Yeah, but by, by far and large, I'm pretty comfortable with, you know, talking to girls yeah. and having a pretty good conversation with them. I think that's probably one of my better strengths, Right. I think, mm-hmm. in dating is, like, you know, if you and I get a chance to talk, I think... It's going to be fun times. We're going to have a good laugh. And well, at the very least, like, I'm not going to make you feel uncomfortable. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Wow. I guess for you, like, you didn't have to go through all these hurdles. I don't know. Like, I, I guess, I guess not. I mean, I'm thinking. Because you're more outgoing. I guess so. Yeah. I, I suppose. Like, I still, obviously, there's still, you know, I will have, I think it's just a, different types of interactions. I think my comfort, like I am comfortable talking to people, but I'm definitely not comfortable, let's say confronting people. Like that's something that's terrifies me still to this day, you know? So it's like, it's, I guess, why does it terrify you? Different elements of, um, it's just different elements of, I don't know, just like some people are just not, are non-confrontational, you know, it's just part of, no, like I'm like super like non-confrontational yeah, as exactly. well. Like, so it's just like, it's just, um, yeah, I think I'm okay with talking to people, but it's just certain mm-hmm. elements of the conversation is a little bit difficult for, for me, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, yeah. So if I were, I were to be able, if I were to ever be able to have like a confrontational conversation with somebody that 
means that it terrifies me. It takes a lot of strength and a lot of courage for me to go up to this point, you know? Yeah. But some people are like really good at it. Some people are just like, oh, I'm just going to talk to you about this. Let's sit down and I'm going to like tell you about the things that I like or dislike, things like dislike or disagree and everything, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just yeah. like, oh man, like I highly what, admire that. If somebody, if a girl was like, to be like that to you, would that intimidate you or would that be something? I don't think it would intimidate me. I think it would just be, I mean, I think I'd be taken aback by it at first. Yeah. But I think if they... But it would probably also be something that compliments you more as well. I guess so. I suppose Because like definitely for me, like if I was to uh, meet a girl who is more confrontational, that would like compliment me quite a bit. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Like there was somebody who I think after the... Honestly, like I had a date with somebody... A uh, long time ago, mm-hmm. long time ago, and she asked me like at the end of the day, like how do you feel about the date? Like I felt like we had a connection. How do you feel? Right. right for right. me, I was like, whoa! I was taken aback by it. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh! Like uh, we aren't gonna have like we aren't gonna have a conversation like a second. We're not gonna talk about this on our fifth date. Like, because <laughs> like, like for just me, like got straight to the point. Yeah, I got straight to the date. point. Well, I'm glad that she did because for me, I'm just at that time. I was thinking like oh, I kind of want to be friends first. Yeah, I've never met anyone who's like that. I mean, that'd be cool, but... That'd be cool. No, that's that's good. People like that. Yeah, yeah. that assertiveness. I I, I think it's cool. It is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, you know, that conversation probably might not come until maybe through text, maybe through after the second date or something, you know, it just... Yeah, sure. Takes some time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Well, I feel like that's not the kind of conversation you want to have over text. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, unless it's, but I mean, it's online dating after the first date, you know, if you're talking, if you're having conversation, there are times where like you're having the conversation or they'll, after the first date, after the, like in online dating, they'll probably let you know like, oh, I don't think we have a connection. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I'm talking about that conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's good to hear, you know, whether it works out or not. At least better than ghosting. For sure. Ghosting is the worst. Don't ghost. (laughs) Please don't ghost. It happens. I've yeah. just I've just accepted it. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think are the your out of comfort zone things that you want to try now in the future? Um. So yeah, like I said before, like I've always wanted to play violin mm-hmm. in front of people, just like right. in the streets. Okay. Do some well, panhandling. That's what you want to do panhandling? <laughs> really busking? Yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah, but I'm too scared to do it. Oh man, I think you need a permit for that, right? Uh, I think so. You do. Or like. Just like do it at somewhere that people nobody cares. Are you gonna have that one of those things where they lay out their CDs? Or are you gonna put like a John Lewis CD with like a who's buying who's buying like CDs an, nowadays? You're Naruto, like you're a Naruto thing and everything. I, I mean, I would definitely get a lot of attention if I'm wearing a Naruto outfit. <laughs> yeah, but I think so too. and then you're playing nothing but uh, anime songs from anime, anime songs. So, yes, yeah, that's right. There's definitely a time and place for that, and it's called anime uh, <laughs> anime evolution. <laughs> <laughs> really, you think so? Or anime con, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay okay i mean hey i mean it works i mean people will appreciate that for sure mm-hmm. or maybe if you're playing around richmond i think people will enjoy that as well uh i i hope so i i can only hope so yeah, yeah no i hope so. i think so too mm-hmm. it'll work out yeah uh and then i guess something like um maybe driving more often i think would be good for me mm-hmm. yeah it's just really really annoying because like the car share service that i subscribe to is only available in Vancouver. Evo? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So it's like, if it, yeah, it's like, man, like I wish they would come to Richmond so I can uh, get some more practice in. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that would make sense instead of me having to transit over to the next city to then do some uh, driving. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, that's true. I would, yeah, I'm, I'm currently using that car sharing service right now, and it really does suck when you're trying to. It's pretty annoying. Go to, you know, you're trying to train, you have to train back essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, so as you know, I'm also currently unemployed right now. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've been trying to do is to uh, kind of uh, embark on a, a, do a bit of a career change, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Because I realized I don't, I didn't. Well, that's a huge step out of your comfort zone for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't real, I didn't particularly like enjoy what I was doing before. Yeah. And then so, yeah, so I'm definitely trying to step out of my comfort zone. Understand. In that area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I feel like we talked about like some stuff that you did that was a little out of your comfort zone, but yeah. I don't know if you ever talked about something that was like way out of you doing something that's way out of your comfort zone. Way out of my comfort zone? Asking a girl out. Okay. All that's right. That's way out of my comfort zone. Okay. I think like asking I, a girl I, out while, especially somebody who you feel that like, you don't want to... I think that is what terrifies me the most. Asking a girl out? Yeah. Yeah. That's something that's still really bad for me. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I've been in three relationships. Yes. And I think the only time I've ever asked a girl out was on my last one. <laughs> like a, like formally really? asked a girl out. But that was... But you guys other... met through a dating app though, right? Yes. So like the, but... the context is a little different though, right? I don't think so. Really? You don't think so? I think, no, but I think like for me previously, like I'm not really in the dating app mm-hmm. part. So it's the people that I used to like, it's including my ex and the people that I maybe had a crush on before, they were all friends. Yes. And so the hardest part for me was telling them or like confessing, oh my son, like high school, <laughs> confessing. <laughs> That's a word I haven't heard in a while. Right? Like confessing their like crush and that they like them. Okay. I see. You know, and then like, and then in, but you're scared of ruining the friendship, right? Okay. So yeah. Like, no, I, 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 I definitely is, feel that way too. That's terrifying. That is okay. something that's way out of my comfort zone. You tell me I can do, I can play for you. <laughs> I can play terribly for you. Yeah, I'd you rather can, do that. Yeah. You can than, play the entertainer yeah, yeah, again, yeah, over and over again. For you, but I, if you tell me to like tell my crush that I like them. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's going to be, that's still, uh, that reduces me back to my high school days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a 30 year old man now, but that's going to, it's going to bring me all the way back all the way back yeah so i think with my like so with my first two relationships yeah uh, i met them like a couple months ago but they weren't like lifelong friends or anything right yeah so maybe i didn't have that burden i guess or that so pressure. Yeah. the window of opportunity but, yeah is very important i guess so um but it's also like even though when it came down to like me like you know looking in their eyes and try to say those words like oh, will you are you feeling the cringe? yeah like like, will you be my girlfriend oh or whatever, my right? <laughs> like, I, 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 I failed. Like, I just like, I, like, I shit my pants like half metaphorically. Yeah, shat my pants like halfway through. Yeah, while trying to say those words. Yeah, and I will do like, it both like, metaphorically like, and like, physically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it's like yeah, it, it terrifies me for sure. Yeah, yeah but no. I was only I was able like I was only finally able to say those words to my last girlfriend yeah. at the ripe young age of, uh, what I just turned 30. So I was 30 years old before I was able to say like, will you be my girlfriend? Yeah. Right. But yeah. at that, 
and even again, even then at that time it was like pretty much like a foregone conclusion exactly because like yeah. my yeah because like my ex was just like yeah of course dumbass yeah and yeah, like, yeah yeah and that, again so like and, that, and even like even when it was like a foregone conclusion i was still nervous yeah exactly which i don't know why because you yeah. guys met in a dating app yeah on a dating app yeah. you guys been going on dates yeah and then he like asking them officially if they can be your girlfriend yeah you know it's, it's like, I, like a, I was like 110 percent sure she wouldn't say no yeah and i was still like freaking out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's fair I, I see that yeah i see that but i think it's like now that i've been able to do it like i think i will feel hopefully oh my gosh please i hope i will feel more confident like the next time like i guess i, so. I want to be with someone that's true yeah that's fair wait so how did you ask your previous girlfriend out and like what happened it just kind of like sort of happened and just like call it a day sort of happened let's just let's just like not bring it up never mention it i think like i I mentioned it to her that i liked her i think it was over the phone (laughs) yeah yeah. i think it was over the phone and i got rejected the first time actually okay i actually got rejected the first time and yeah yeah and then she's like i'd rather we be friends and i'm like okay all right great let's be friends i can relate to that i can do that like that's 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 where i live remember like back then like we all have (laughs) houses in the phone zone Right back then, back in the day, you know, when we yeah. talk about the friend zone exists. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, we, that's like, cool, that's my comfort zone. <laughs> Anyways. And then later on, I think, then later on, I was like, okay, if we're going to be friends and whatever. And then the next day, I happened to meet somebody cool. Like, I made a new friend. And later on, I told her about it because she asked me how my day was. And then I like, I met, oh, yeah, I met a cool friend. Yeah, I had a cool friend. She's <laughs> like, pretty cool. Nani? <laughs> she, yeah, exactly. So she gave you like, the dagger Excuse eyes? me? Like, <laughs> How dare you? You see? And then later on, she like left the Skype call or whatever, and I called her. I was like, is everything okay? And then she told me that. <laughs> she told me that. Did like, I did say something wrong? Yeah, she told me that. No, like, I realized I actually like you because I'm feeling pretty jealous about that girl mm. that you met. So I'm like, okay, great. So our our relationship kind of started based off jealousy. <laughs> Based so what you're Justin. saying is you never actually stepped out of your comfort zone <laughs> and like made that move. I mean, like, I did. I, I yeah. got rejected, right? But then like you're right, the first time, right? When oh. I called her, I got rejected. Oh. That but took it, a lot of courage. It sounded like you just kind of like briefly like kind of let it slip or something. Oh, no, like, no. Oh, it wasn't really like, oh, yeah. let it slip. No, okay, no, no, you like no, actually like, directly asked her out on the phone. Yeah, that's right. That's okay, right. you know that's what? Right. I respect. I respect that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man so points I, right there. I felt like I Man felt points. like it wasn't gonna happen, but then I was a little bit shocked, mainly because I, I, I think that during that time, I think we hung out a lot. You were shocked that she said no. No, yeah, because I think oh. a little bit, a little bit. And there's oh. a little confidence so in there. Okay, so you're like 110 percent sure she was gonna say no, yes. More and like just no. More like I'm 60 percent. 60 percent. Oh, 60 percent. Sure. Okay. Rather okay. than the usual 40. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, wow, big big difference. Okay. <laughs> I know. Hey, man, it's over 50, right? So it's just for me. I was just thinking like, oh, like I guess she said no. I, I thought there might have been something. Mm-hmm. I thought there might have been like it's not a yes, it's not a no. I need to think about it. I thought okay. it was that, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, so that's kind of what it was. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I I respect that you made the move. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. You know, you know what that reminds me of? Yeah. Like my first kiss. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was like, oh my God. Because like, obviously before you never kissed someone before, like yeah. it's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to make the move? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like, I guess when it came down to it, like I just did it. I mean, I think it helped that I was drunk out of my mind when okay. that happened. Fair. I, I think that's the only reason that I would have done that actually. Like yeah. I, I, I don't know if I would have been able to do it yeah. if I was sober. Like going for my first kiss and yeah. all that stuff. That's fair. Wow. I, Thanks, alcohol. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Mine was I asked her. I, like the first time I tried it. Oh right, because you're like you believe in asking. asking. Right. That's right. right. You consent. Consent. That's cool. Yeah, I ended up asking her, and she said yes. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and, and it happened, and I'm like, oh, 
Oh, this is pretty cool. Well, kinda, it's a, okay, well, it's a good thing. Like, it's a good thing you didn't freeze after she said yes. No, 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 no. Have, I was like, <laughs> I kind of enjoyed this. I kind of like this. This is pretty cool. This mm-hmm. is uh, this is this is different. Yeah. Than your average peck on the cheek, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, this is this is great. Let's do this some more. You know, now I'm thinking about it. I don't think I have ever like made the first kiss on someone when I was sober. Oh, so really? maybe I need maybe that's something I need to do to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I think so. Too. Maybe I need to work on that. There's so many comfort zones that yeah that we have to get out of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I sound like a mess. Yeah. <laughs> never kiss, never kiss someone for the yeah. first time. I was sober. Oh my. One of my gosh. Com- one of my comfort zones that I need to go is like if if I went to the butcher shop, okay, and I okay. ask this question all the time. Sure. If I went to the butcher shop, and let's say I wanted thighs, boneless thighs, I sure. order boneless thighs. Okay. And I look down at my phone. And then it's like, whatever, I look back up. The butcher is putting in thighs, but they're bone in. Okay. Oh, and you're just like, oh, excuse my comfort me, zone, my you, comfort zone is you, uh... saying nothing and just paying for those bone in thighs. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat some bone in thighs tonight. <laughs> you know, and that's, that, that's, that's my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. My non comfort zone is like telling them, like, Sir, I ordered boneless thighs. Can you please dump all the bone in thighs? Yeah, you you tell man. You you stand your ground. Yeah, I mean, you like, tell. I get the, yeah, yeah. Well, that's still a work in progress for me. Yeah, you know? for me because like I'm just like oh, you know what? I'll just take these bone in and you know we'll figure it out. You know what? Sometimes I do that when I get put onion in my food after I'm oh, like no onion. I'm just like you man. know what? What are you gonna do? You're gonna you pick know what? Them I'm out? just like oh, it's okay. Maybe you're gonna tell man. them redo it. Well, I'm not going to know because I I, I can't like, like they've I, already I served it. Right? Yeah, they served I, your food. I, I cannot do what that. What are you gonna do? Spit in your uh, onionless, <laughs> uh, onionless noodles, right? You gotta, mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta do it yourself, man. You gotta do it yourself. Pick it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I get oh, that. Man. I feel that, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Wow. I mean, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like you know, we both got, we both got some stuff that we can uh, work on. Yeah, like the I guess short so. term, you know, short term and long term. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So. Well, I mean, exciting. hey, if you guys if you guys have any kind of comfort zone stories or going out of your comfort zone stories, yeah, feel free to like let us know. Like email us aboyspodcast at gmail.com. And then uh yeah, or comment down below on our YouTube page. And um and yeah, don't forget to subscribe to us on any form of podcast app that you can um find. And yeah, and then we'll be able to talk to y'all soon. You know, doing this podcast for me is actually like way out of my comfort zone as well. Really? I hate the way that I sound. Really? You don't yeah. think what? But I, your sounds you, you sound pretty good. Um uh, You got like I, a I, deeper I, voice, which a lot of people like, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't like the way my voice sounds and also I wish I spoke I articulated better. Really? Yeah, cuz you know when I'm hearing my when I'm re-listening to my podcast to like review it and edit it, yeah. I have to hear myself again right and what i hear is so different than what i think my mind hears you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah okay and then i'm like oh why did like i yeah i i i wish i was better at it interesting. but i'm always like i just gotta keep working on it interesting yeah okay. like i'm always saying like filler words i just said like see right there yeah i, I mean just, i see that too like you know i say whatever. like and you know it's those all that's a bad habit for sure. And when yeah, and when you're listening to a recording of yourself, that really becomes pronounced, I think. Yeah. And so every time I'm editing a podcast, it's painful to me. It's like, ooh, I said it like that. Oh, I said it like that again. Oh it takes me like ten words to say something that should only take five. Uh-huh. So that's something that I'm trying to get better at. But anyways, my point was this is another example of stepping out of our comfort zone. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. All right, see you. Bye. Bye.